All right, everyone. Welcome back to the All Things Croatia podcast. This is now season three. I'm super excited for this season. We had a lot of great guests in the past. So go ahead and check out those episodes if you haven't yet. Uh, make sure to subscribe on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening or watching. On uh, today's episode, we have two great guests, twin sisters Ivana and Josipa Jurkovic. Uh, they are some of Croatia's best rowers, being European and World U23 champions. Uh, Ivana was Miss Sport Croatia in 2018, and both her and Josipa are in the Croatian Army Reserves. Uh, Ivana, Josipa, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank you for calling us. Hello. Yeah, of course. Very excited to talk to you guys. And I, I know you guys are, are from Korčula. And so I want to hear a little bit about that. You know, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from on Korčula and growing up? Yeah, we are originally from Korčula, from small town Vela Luka. And basically, we started there with our rowing career. And we rowed there for eight years. And after that, when we went to the junior World Championships, we got a call from the uh, rowing club Trešnjevka. And then we moved to Zagreb. So, yeah, basically our life there was awesome. But now we just move here and that's it, basically. Well, I want to ask sort of about life as a kid on Korčula. Because, I mean, for me, oh, yeah. that sounds like a dream, you know, growing up, you're there near the beach and beautiful weather and you're on an island. I mean, what was that like? Yeah, growing up uh, in Korčula is, in my opinion, much better than a bigger city. Yeah, it is indeed. So when you are a kid, they are awesome because you can freely go out and play around and do stuff that you can do in the town, you know, because it's less, uh, everyone knows everyone. And uh, we were outside playing all day. And uh, there's no uh, mobile phone like today. So we are much more enjoyed in the play than the kids now. Yeah, and you also can go freely outside and be safe everywhere. And you can do the same thing in the town. So, And everything was close. Like everything from A to B is like five minutes. And here in town, everything is... Uh, Half an hour plus. Yeah. 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 That to me, that's like, I would watch a movie about something like that and think, oh man, those were the good old days. You know, for me growing yeah. up in Los Angeles, I feel like I had a completely opposite <laughs> uh, upbringing than you guys on Korchula. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the Korchula, it's smallest, like the 10 times from like Los Angeles. So, yeah. But to be clear, we are from Korsula, but from the uh, town Vela Luka. Mm -hmm. Vela Luka. Yeah, I don't think I've I've been to Korsula a few times, but I forget which is the main uh, town on the, what is it, the Yadrolinia. I forget where that lands there. Yeah, did you hear uh, about Oliver Dragojevic? He's yes, a famous singer. He wasn't a famous singer. And he yeah. is from uh, Vela Luka. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I yeah. always thought he was from Split. I guess he just lived in, in Split. Yeah, he lived in Split because of career, but originally he's from Velanuka. I didn't know that. I see I'm learning things on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, so how did you guys go from, you know, kids in Korchula, Velanuka and playing and everything, and then you end up rowing? How did, how did you get started rowing? 
we trained uh, handball for four years and in the fifth grade our friend came to us and invited us to one training of rowing and that was the super funny for for us because we are rowed at the sea and we also like everything with uh, yeah everything about rowing well so you guys are, are twins does that help you at all while you're rowing do you think uh you know it's some uh, good things and bad things because when you need to tell something i can freely tell her everything i feel in that moment and if i row with somebody else maybe i will think twice what to say you know mm. and i can say to her everything that maybe bother me or stuff like that but you know, when you do some big things with your family, that's experience. You can't imagine anything better than that. So, yeah, the family bond is really strong. And it's we are really grateful that we can do all those things together. Yeah, yeah. And so you're talking without uh, a filter, basically. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it could, could be good and bad. I agree, yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm not a twin, but I have siblings of my own. I have sisters. Oh, so you know how it is. Yeah, definitely. I talk to them differently than I would talk to someone else. <laughs> um, so what does your guys, well, I want to ask about the training, but also I want to ask about, you know, rowing. You guys have had some really successful moments in rowing and a successful career so far. And I sort of want to ask about those accomplishments and what's been sort of your proudest moment in rowing. Uh, for me, one of the best moments in rowing was uh, in uh, 2022 at the Worlds in Rajice, when my sister and I won the final of the Worlds and rural history for our country, because that was uh, five months before, after my surgery, hip surgery. And um, rowing in Croatia for women is very unknown. And therefore, we wanted to prove that as a woman, our worth. So we we tried to prove that the woman has also uh, power to. Um, so basically, I think she want to say that woman can also say some things that can take really strong effort on someone else there, mm-hmm. and that is not just the men's sport. And to be in the senior final as a first year of uh, senior is something that cannot be described for me. That's awesome, yeah. Ivana, do you have a favorite moment as well? Yeah, I have it. It's that I I think my favorite moment was when we were at European on the 23 championships and there we um, rode against girls who uh, that year uh, went on to the Olympics, to the Olympics Games at the Tokyo, and we bet them. So yeah, we were there. We took a gold. So that's my favorite moment because one month before the Europeans, our speed was much, much. Um, it's not it's ours. Yeah, much, much slower than we rode like two months before that, and we couldn't know what the reason is and we do all things like we we are doing as uh, as the beginning but 
we can solve that problem, you know. And we went there and just do some free, really good races. And that's it. We met the girls who went to the Olympics. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, speaking about the Olympics, they're coming up here in 2024 in Paris. And I wanted to ask, yeah. um, what, what does that look like for you guys in terms of preparing and um, with it qualifying and everything? How does that work? Uh, we are doing everything the same as last year, only on the higher level. So we set some goals that we have to achieve the, at XK. Sorry, so our dog is barking. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. To play, uh, which is good uh, motivation for us and for some progress. Uh, now we will have a free roaming camp before that final qualification regatta. And the season will start with first World Cup in Varese, then the European is second. With, uh, which will really improve our uh, form. And after that, the final qualifying regatta in Lutzen. And there we must be in two first places for the Olympic tickets. So we okay. are going for the first place. Yeah, it will be tough, but I think we can manage that. What month is that final uh, qualifying? May. May, May. okay. 24th May. Yeah. Wow, so that's the big day to... Make sure that you guys come in first and then it's off to Paris after that. Cross the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, speaking about training specifically, what sort of, I mean, other than, of course, you know, you guys are rowing, I'm sure. Um, but is there anything else you were doing uh, training wise, either in the gym or do you run or anything like that? Yeah, basically we do all stuff that can improve our uh, condition, you know. Like, uh, we do a lot of running, a lot of cycling. Uh, we do uh, three times per week a gym. And basically, that's it. We do all the stuff to approve our our health, our physic physics. Um, yeah, we are doing some 18 to 21 hours per week of training. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And in the season, it's like 14 to 16 because we do a little bit more of uh, higher intensity of trainings. Mm -hmm. With less hours. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of hours. Do you guys listen to any music while you're training? You mentioned Oliver, but probably you're not listening to Oliver um, as you're training. No, no, no. Oliver is like for when you take a rest, you can. For the free time and leg on the couch. <laughs> yeah. uh <-huh. laughs> For the when we, <laughs> when we are on the training, we basically listen to everything that can boost us. So, mm -hmm. anything in everything particular? You can. Do you know about Croatian trash music? I don't know how to say oh. it in English, but it's like is that trash like music. Gurše or is that like uh, Turbo Folk? Like no, 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 no. Our coach doesn't like Turbo Folk. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he. He put some, um, do you ever heard about magazine, Yelena Rosga? Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, basically mixed of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, those are great. I know, I saw, I think, magazine performed for the, um, at the dorm, Siepan Radic over there. Last year, mm -hmm. yeah. they had that one, yeah, yeah. what is it? Yeah, 
that was fun. That's a lot of uh, fun there at the <laughs> for all the students. And also, we are listening Guns and Roses and Lincoln stuff like, Park. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's my kind of music as well. That uh, sort yes, of rock, yes. metal, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, you know, one more thing, sort of about being an athlete and everything like that. Before I move on, you know, I want to ask you guys about being a part of the Croatian army and what that looks like. But um, as far as other Croatian athletes, you know, are you guys, what other Croatian athletes are you guys big fans of or, or friends with or look up to? Uh, we are, first of all, big fans of Sinkovic brothers because we are friends with them and they are uh, always there for us if uh, we needed them. And some of the, my biggest uh, uh, idol is Janica Kostelic. Mm. I have a few, but Sinkovic and Janica is the best. Yeah, and the Sinkovic brothers are really supportive to us. So when the bad things happened to us uh, last year at the World Championships, when we lose that ticket for Olympics, they were there for us and everything we need, we can ask them about. And they are really good example of how that the famous athlete can be also really supportive and really good to someone who gets their dreams and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, yeah, that you guys support each other. Are they twins as well or just brothers? I forget. Just, just brothers. Okay. One year old. Uh, yeah, one year gap between them. Okay, so you guys are the only twins then. And uh, we have uh, long-term brothers as well. Uh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Wow. Interesting how in Croatian rowing it's... <laughs> brothers <laughs> it's, and sisters. Yeah, brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, they're our main secret to success. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, speaking of big sisters and twins and doing everything together, you guys are both reserves in the Croatian army. And I thought that was interesting because that's sort of, I don't know, I feel like the first first time that I've sort of heard about Croatian athletes, I'm also being in the reserves. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Why did you guys decide to enlist in that and how did that happen? Uh, our Olympic comic has some deal with the military. And when they call us and ask us if we want to go and serve that um, two months of military service, we accept that because most of other famous athletes uh, went there as well with us. And uh, after that service, we came home and we every manifestation or every other any other event. We need to come on the, on it, and also we represent our country and army on every championships. So basically, we do all things they ask us, and also they really helped us uh, financially, mm-hmm. so we can live a little bit uh, calmer and safer, you know. Because in rowing, you start rowing just because just of love. And not because of the money. It's not like a football or any other famous sport. So, yeah, basically, they really helped us. And that experience was really good as well. Because you can learn something you couldn't even imagine in and your life. You some uh, friends, some good people. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really good experience for life. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So you had two months of training and then you participate in certain events and, and things as well. Yeah. When they call us, we need to be there. It's our yes. duty to be there. What did that training look like for that? Oh, you need uh, to do uh, some tactical moves. And uh, also you need to learn a lot how to use gun uh, or any other weapon. And... You know, it's a sort of uh, more exercises and you need to go through them through two months. And also you have like ET and you need to do a lot of running, a lot of other exercise because you need to be prepared. You cannot go there and when they ask you about to go like run for three kilometers, you cannot run that. So basically you can take your stuff and go back home. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's, so, yeah, our, our day there started at six o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at the after, at the evening. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so would you guys recommend that, um, you know, experience and, and doing that to other people? Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Because you can learn a lot about discipline and some stuff that's, you can learn in private and or in and to learn to take uh, uh, take care about yourself without mom or dad or anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, easy. we don't. To be clear, we don't support any war because I think we live in the twenty first century and that's really not necessary to do. But to learn something like Yostipa also mentioned it like discipline or taking care about yourself, I think that's really great and you can learn a lot and you can also learn a lot about yourself there as well yeah i'm sure yeah and definitely a lot of good skills that you can um that yeah. can transfer over to rowing as well but of course just your life personal life in general and being disciplined and, and things like that that's awesome i have a before i go to the next question i have a quick question for you guys what is your favorite food mm. i love baklava and pancakes and sushi as well. From the salt one, I love sushi, and the, of, of the sweets, baklava and pancakes are my favorites. Uh huh. What kind, What do you uh, put in the? When you say pancakes, you mean like palachinke, right? Like the thing. Yes, I put everything in them. Everything that I have home. <laughs> <laughs> do you do uh, Nutella or what's the Croatian one? Limonada um, Europea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I put what I have home. If uh, I have Nutella, I will put Nutella. If I have linolada, I will put linolada. Everything that is sweet. <laughs> and Josipa. And also some cookies. Because Ooh. I need that scrunch note, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> the cookies inside the palatinka, you're saying? Yeah, sure. And the ice cream wow. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's everything. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Josipa, what's your favorite food? Uh, my favorite food is uh, my mama's lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's cooking is always the best, right? Oh, the best one. Yeah, but trust me, our mom's lasagna are really the best. We try a lot of lasagnas at any restaurant and they... You, ate, you ate one piece of that and the three days you can't uh, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that rich, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. don't have any more space in your stomach, so... Wow, wow. And that's... also for the... 
sweets, I definitely say I like ice cream. Mm -hmm. Ice cream, I can eat ice cream all day. What kind of ice cream? Uh, fruits. Okay, like a chocolate. Yeah. Mm, strawberry. Yes. All right, yeah, yeah. Those are I'm more of a just a vanilla. I go plain every time, but I feel like <laughs> I need to start branching out now because everyone tells me someone who told me someone on the podcast that they really like the pistachio ice cream, I think in oh, Dubrovnik cool. somewhere. But I've never tried that. I don't know. It sounds good though. Oh, um, pistachio was really awesome as well. The best. Yeah, it just scares me with the color. Eating something green, green ice cream. I don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just try it, and everything will be clear, clear to you. <laughs> All right, I'll have to try it next time. I'll have to try it. Well, I'm I'm really happy that you guys took the time to come on the All Things Croatia podcast here. I just saw you were just on TV a few hours ago. It looked like on uh, Hayrte. What was that like? How was that? Also about uh, questioning about army and sports. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did they ask any uh, better questions than me? Any different questions? No, you both ask us similar. very similar questions. <laughs> that's good. That's that's nice that you guys had a a practice round before the real interview here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is something to to cap off this interview. This is something that I've asked everyone at the end of sort of every interview. But what do you guys make? Croatia or being Croatian special? I think the tourism and sports are really good example of what Croatia is uh, famous about. Because, you know, we are a really small country, exactly. but we have a lot of big results in the sport. And firstly, at the football, when they've done what they've done two years ago, Everyone knows where is the Croatia. So that's the that's the first point and the first goal. And um, the people here are really great and really good. Our mentality, I think it's good. But also, you know, you have some strange uh, people here and you have some strange people there when you live. So I think we have a lot of benefits because our safety is a really on a high level and i think i can say that as well um if i move to america or africa to johannesburg cape town as uh, towns like that and here we are really have a really beautiful nature and we have a lot of we have a lot of beautiful islands yeah so basically i think Croatia is really beautiful but we have we have a lot of things to improve you know yeah yeah like any place there are good parts and, and bad parts but yeah definitely croatia has got incredible islands incredible scenery you know being and incredible history as well mm -hmm. definitely yeah you also thought you have anything anything to add on that i think ivana said everything so <laughs> yeah well i want to thank you guys again so much for coming here on the podcast i'm sure you've had a long day so i'll let you guys get going but really appreciative and looking forward for uh, to what you guys are going to do and qualifying for Paris. And that's going to be really awesome. And I'm excited for you guys and looking forward to that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And enjoy Thanks. the rest of the day. Thank you. You guys as well. Take care.